this week on Erotic Awakening. Submissives, personal accountability, Beltane fans, and winner, winner, chicken dinner. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Patreon supporters receive a free version of the audiobook, Polyamory Toolkit, as well as early access to the podcast, free ebooks, exclusive chats, and other content. Check out all the options, and we're getting ready to add a few more at eroticawakening.com. Slash patron or patron.eroticawakening.com. No, just go to Erotic. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. I know. Are you mixing me all up? I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm going, I know. It's been a couple years since I've changed the show notes on you. Yeah. Get you back and get you thinking again. All right. All right. So Today on the podcast, we have uh, Panda has returned to the podcast. Uh, Panda, this time you are sans hypnostory. I am. And this time we are talking about, well, we're not talking about hypnostory so much, but we are talking about things specific to the right side of the slash, like personal responsibility and agency Owning your yeah. power, which I don't even know what that means on the right side of the slash. So we'll probably start <laughs> there. First <laughs> wow. off. Wow. Right. Yes, right. right. Coming out swinging. Uh, first off, thanks for being back on the show. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be back. So let me start off there. I don't think people on the right side of the slash. And when we talk about right side of the slash, just for people that may not be uh, familiar with it, in a power exchange relationship, um, Sometimes we refer to the person that leads that relationship, left side of the slash, the person who's a follower, right side of the slash. Right, and it comes from um, mm-hmm. internet typing in chat rooms. So we always put the left side of the slash as the uppercase letter and lower, yeah, left, lower, and it, it was just a visual thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in, so in that, the person on the right-hand side of the slash has power. No, the left-hand side of the slash, the leader, is the person with the power. And uh-huh. the right-hand slash, I've got two <laughs> uh, right-hand slash people looking at me with daggers right now. We're ready to put up fists, like, huh? if we don't have power, we can't give power. So, mm. Thank you! Yes, queen! Like... <laughs> Okay, so Dan's, really just, <laughs> Dan's just sitting there staring at us. I know. So. I don't even know where, how to recover from this. Do you feel ganged up on? I'm so sorry. Not sorry. Yes. No, not sorry. So, Panda, <laughs> let me start off here. Let me pretend none of that ever happened and said, who is responsible for owning the power on the right hand of the slash in this power exchange dynamic? I get the feeling you're suggesting it is not the leader in that relationship. Okay, well, when you're talking about a specific relationship, that's where the lovely it depends starts coming in. Because I think a lot of it comes back to whatever is in your relationship contract. And like, I'm not even saying a formal contract because like a lot of us don't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. Or like not the handwritten kind anyway. Um, But like Master and I definitely had a lot of conversations about exactly what things would look like, like what they wanted to know, the things that I'm not allowed to not tell them, like all these little nuances of communication were worked out. And then that's when we started talking about what power I was truly giving away. Like, 
I don't have complete control over what foods I like anymore. Like, which is like a hypnotic, like, thing that we do, where, like, they basically hypnotize me to like foods I didn't previously like, mm-hmm. just because they like owning that ability. Uh, and I think it's great and hot, too. Um, so so I have a question. So it's a hypno thingy towards what foods you like and don't like. Um, I probably already know the answer to this. Can you hypnotize me, Dan, to, to not be allergic to, to gluten? gluten? No, I can't. Damn it. <laughs> but, no. and, and I want to... I want to separate, I want to have a separate conversation around the hypno aspect of it, because I think that changes our conversation pretty significantly, right? What I want to talk about is outside of hypno, do you, are you the person, are you accountable for yourself? Or is that something you've turned over to your leader? I think that like really when it comes down to outside of hypnosis that it comes back to like not just you you as a kingster but you as a human you can never not have free will you can never not have control over yourself in some way unless you choose to not act on that unless you choose to let the other person have all of that but really, at the end of the day, no matter what, like, all you're going to have is yourself. And I can't imagine the level of stunted growth that would happen if the right side of the slash people didn't hold ourselves accountable mm. and didn't own our own actions. I kind of feel like, and I'm taking a little bit of a, um adversarial approach to this Hmm. but is it not true that the very the freedom of surrender is that you don't have to be accountable for that anymore that somebody else is taking over right that Hmm. if you want to eat donuts for dinner it's up to your leader to say no that's bad you're not allowed to do that eat this broccoli (laughs) instead I think that's certainly one way of doing it, but I, like in all things, don't think there's any one true way that things could possibly be done. So there is that sort of way, but the way that would work for Master and I is that they would expect me to do what is best for myself. And that's more of a, like, prime directive, protect the property forward kind of mindset along with understanding the word neurodivergent spoonies and they don't have it to do that for me like and they're not interested in taking over every decision or taking accountability for me then again this will of course (laughs) depend on what you your relationship style is for me i came in as a very um i'm trying to put this kindly I'm very opinionated and mm-hmm. I'm unique and strong-willed and have been in leadership since I was like 20 uh, in the community. So that's all kind of that comes with the package of me. So that's what we kind of had to work with going into it was that, yes, I want to have the feeling of surrender. I want the feeling of giving up control. 
Like I want to make as little decisions as humanly possible. That sounds fantastic. But I understand what my desires are based on what our present reality can be mm-hmm. and what is the healthiest for both of us. So Dawn, I was watching you while Panda was asking that. And mm-hmm. I get the feeling that you're not so sure where the answer to that. So let me Ooh, ask. Oh, you read that very clearly. I'm going to ask you that same question. Isn't the freedom of submission that you're giving up all those decisions, that you don't have to be responsible for every damn thing anymore? Well, that's why I was staring off into space because now I'm confused because I agree with Panda. I mean, and I'm like Panda. You know me. I've, I've got pictures of me at 16 year, years old leading a women's auxiliary in a very vanilla setting, right? Forget about the community and all the stuff mm-hmm. I lead. And, you know, so, so very much um, opinionated and leading and stuff like that. But um, so so I'm like agreeing with Panda as she's talking. And then you brought in that whole surrender word in. And I'm like, absolutely. I love to surrender. I love to not have to make the decisions. Oh, wait a minute. But I also like to run things where I do make decisions. Oh, wait, but I don't. But I want to surrender and have that 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 feeling of just um, someone else taking care of me. And making mm-hmm. the decisions that I trust, right? And because Dan is absolutely somebody that I trust and he makes great decisions, even though I like to have my voice heard until he says, shut up, decisions made, right? And then sometimes I, I want to have another word, but then again, I like being told to just stop. Stop, decisions mm-hmm. made, here we go. Because then I can go, decisions made. I don't have to think about it anymore, right? I had, uh, had, had an opinion, but then he said, stop. Now I don't have an opinion anymore. And it's awesome. I envy you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know what it is, if it's just my trust issues or what, but I have a very hard time letting go of something if I think somebody is making a decision differently than I would. Oh, I'm not saying it's easy all the time. That's for sure, (laughs) because Dan and I do things differently. We are very different people, and how I organize is very different than how Dan organizes. How I would do a hike, like yesterday, Mm -hmm. I would have researched it, looked for pictures, looked for reviews, looked for the the turning left or right into the trailhead so that I would know if I was going into traffic or away, you know, and Dan's just like, okay, so I'm going hiking and I'm leaving in five minutes. You're going or you're not. And I'm like, is it a loop? Is it a straight line? He's like, I don't know. You monster. Fuck. <laughs> yes. And it was amazing. It was a beautiful hike. No one else was on mm. it, probably because <laughs> there was no info on the hike, on the site that he found it. And um, mm. yeah, but it was cool because part of me's like, but I wouldn't do it this way. And the other part was like, mm, Dan's got it. I'll get my boots. I, I do want to point out, in case you're curious. Uh-oh. That whole thing isn't the freedom of surrendering from responsibility. That's not a question that I came up with. No? No, it's from Loki in Avengers 1. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, my God, where he's with the, the yeah. whole people and they've got so many decisions to make. And Oh, my, oh my gosh. God. But But you know what? I do like that feeling of surrender. 
I really do. When it happens and it, it is like, but yeah, I strive for that. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. it's really fucking hard sometimes. But uh, I do like that feeling. So, Panda, how do you get there? Right. It, with that like, background of, you know, leadership and all that. And you say, oh, OK, so now I've got a leader. Now I've got a master. What is the process to say mm-hmm. I've got to continue to own my own power because I am when and when push comes to shove. It's up to me to be the best human I can be, but I also, I want to turn over that responsibility. How do you get there? How do you reduce that resistance? Mm. So a lot, the over-communication towards the beginning of our relationship really helped actually. Uh, So in the first year or so, just talking about a lot of different specific scenarios, situations, and talking about how those would be addressed. I'm kind of like a worrier planner, if that makes sense. Uh, Sometimes I can borrow trouble. Uh, It's not my favorite trait, but it's something that I know my brain does. Mm -hmm. Uh, So knowing what my options are is terribly useful. Like, I'm one of those people where even if I'm incredibly content in the relationship, will always have like in the way back of my mind that I know I always have a way out mm. if I need to. Um, and I think it's just a process of like, if you've had trauma and if you feel like no one can keep you safe, but you, um, which is not quite where I am, but where I started from um, during this process. Uh, Cause I've been really hurt uh, by previous dominance and like kind of lost like a layer of ability to trust from that so coming into this it was actually kind of like a fun mix of personal journey and ds journey simultaneously Mm -hmm. because of course like you're building the relationship we started long distance uh so we're talking every single day because talking is all we have uh except for like you know there's every six weeks when you do a visit and you just have a lot of sex and kink uh, <laughs> and then I, we moved me in like a year later. Um, we had a lot of togetherness because COVID happened for our specific situation. But it was a lot of trial and error also. Uh, like a lot of occasional mess ups of like me letting him push me further than it turned out my brain was okay with going and then like having a really big emotional response that we then had to like unpack and deal with. But like, that's kind of a lot of it is like, you have to examine your risk profile and like see what's worth it to you and what experiments feel good to you and what doesn't. Hmm. So like, that's how I got down this journey of like how much am I willing to give away how much do I need to keep for my own sense of self and sense of safety? I'm super into, it's funny, I'm super into like identity erasure, identity play, like that kind of thing. I think it's incredibly hot, super edgy. But I think I'm mostly into it because I have a really strong sense of self. Mm -hmm. And that's not something I wanted changed. Uh, and that's not something that they would be interested in changing either. So that's where, like, having this level of agency and power really showed up in my life for me. 
um, it happened to be at the same time I was like moving up in people management. Uh, so that I'm sure certainly had an effect as well mm-hmm. because like the stereotype of like the submissive is the community leader that means they don't want to be the leader at home which is I am that stereotype and I hate it <laughs> but it's true uh, <laughs> and you know what Don? thinking back on it now there there was a time recently when HypnoStory was making all the decisions and doing everything and I just got to like lay back and let it happen it was great and it was Disney we went to Disney World <laughs> nice. and they they're like a hyper planner and like a Disney nut and so I let them do the whole damn thing and I was just like all right cool wherever wherever we're going we're going and I really didn't care and it was fantastic mm-hmm. uh, so like I was able to like find that more often that would be great but in general I really like the freedom to be myself that I still have and to have a sense of autonomy because I can see it being a lot deeper and different for people who are in like a monogamous DS relationship or like some kind of closed situation but Hypnostory and I are both sluts. Like, I have five partners, and uh, they have a couple as well. And for us, it didn't really feel ethical to, like, bring my rules into those other relationships, Mm -hmm. especially because I've had a lot of them longer. Like, I've had my girlfriend, Karen, for, like, seven-plus years now. Uh, So, like, some people are just grandfathered into this situation. (laughs) Um. I play for keeps, apparently. Like, I keep them around a long time. (laughs) But yeah, because of that, like, I do different things with different people. I'm a different facet of myself with others. Like, we all have these different facets. And how can the other person on the left side of that slash possibly conceivably know every detail of every facet of that person? Mm -hmm. And I think that's why this is important. Because as much as we want the left side to be mind readers, cool, great, awesome, even if you can finish your partner's sentence or finish your partner's thought, there's still that like maybe 5-10% possibility that they don't know something that you know. That like, I have a lot of kink experiences that Hypnostory does not have, so I will often feel the need to lend my expertise on a specific thing that I've done and they have not. And I've had dominance in the past where they took that as an insult, mm-hmm. where like they thought you were trying to rest control when really I was just trying to be helpful because like it was a tie they were struggling with or like this fact that they didn't know about this restaurant that like it might be closed uh or something like that and i get it if are you that way i feel like you're that way (laughs) i so dawn very much likes this idea of i want all the facts i on the other hand i am a hey we're gonna go do the thing what's the thing just just get in the car you'll find out when we get there Oh, um, yeah. 
or or I know we're supposed to be parked here for two weeks in the RV, but I don't like it here, so we're leaving today. Give yourself 20 minutes to get yourself together and then start packing us up. And I'm like, which way are we going? He's like, flipping a coin. That way. (laughs) (laughs) Or even in the moment, if we're driving from point A to point B and I see a pretty building with a flag out front that says, on sale, I might say, fuck, I might need this. And we're stopping here now. And I'm like, what about the thing? He's like, nope, all plans have changed. Yeah. And I have to go, yes, sir. But... (laughs) But then that's cool because everything that was on my list just dropped. If I through go, no fault of yours. Through no fault of right. mine. And every once in a while mm-hmm. I might go, so remember we have this thing in 15 minutes. And if he's like, got it. I'm like, I did my part. <laughs> I, and I could see, I could see Panda, absolutely. If we were in a relationship, I would do some kind of, I would use this information for some terrible mind fuckery. Because I would like <laughs> say, oh, I'm going to do a little hypno play. And obviously, Panda, you've got tons more experience than me with hypno play. And you would probably want to be helpful and say, oh, well, don't forget about, you know, a, a good induction. I'd be like, yeah, you know what? Shut up. <laughs> Shut your cake hole. Oh, I don't need any help. I'm going to do this all by myself. And I would purposefully start off skipping negotiation. Uh, start with some crazy deepener, scripting an induction altogether just to watch you squirm. And and he did that with one of his um, um, collared slaves. So with Bat, he gave her a, t- <laughs> a title. He gave her a title. Her title was now going to be Kame Bat. And she is very educated and very academic. So she wanted to look it up. He goes, so your name is now Kame Bat. It's Bellet Dawn, Daniel Bellum, and you are not allowed to look up what these words mean. So it, it totally, drove her nuts. it drove her nuts. <laughs> I don't know why, I don't know how we ended up getting here. To mind fucking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pat is just sitting there with that a no. That would literally drive me insane. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I don't know that I could not research something. That's cruel and unusual. Let me, let, so let me, I, I absolutely, we're going to have to bring you back on the show because we never got around to, to another topic I wanted to talk about around um, active bottoming because I wanted oh. to deconstruct this whole topping from the bottom thing. Oh, that would be awesome. So, But I want to I save that for a different conversation. I'm writing it down so we remember to invite you back. Let me ask you one oh, more good. question on this though, if you don't mind. If yeah. you, and Dawn has literally been in, in a, this situation almost. You've been invited to present at a conference, and the topic is, what would you like, and I'm going to make this even easier, what is one thing you would like to tell the leaders, the the left side of this slash, for handling people like yourself? (laughs) That's a hard one. Jeez. Okay. Can you say the question again? Yep. Um, and in this scenario, I'll give you a little, well, we'll paint a little bit of a picture. You, you, you're standing in front of a class of 20 dominants, 20 leaders, right? And they say, and what they want is from your perspective, right? They've already heard the other leaders say, here's what you need to do to be a good leader of somebody who's, um, not just going to surrender blindly to you, right? But what, Mm. from your perspective, what do you want them to know 
how do you handle somebody who's having either having challenges surrender? How does a leader handle challenges of somebody nope. surrendering? Nope. What do you what do you want those leaders to know? About, as a as a leader, here's something you should know about those followers. You know, for example, mm-hmm. um, you know, don't keep them in the dark about your emergency evacuation plans. Right. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, that's, yeah. that's just, you know, just making up an example. Yeah. I, I can't stall um, anymore. I know it was a hell of a question, but no, no, no. You are now I, on the spot. That's a good question. I think I have an um, That's fine. I uh, think a lot of it, first of all, comes down to respect that you need to earn mine and mm. I need to earn yours. But that that is something I do need to be respected um, because People like me are likely over-analytic, intelligent, we're possibly a little too brave and now a little more cautious, that our risk profiles are certainly going to vary, and you need to treat each person like they are completely individual and not carry over assumptions from one relationship to the next, even if it's a very similar person with a very similar play style, because that's where you run into mistakes mm-hmm. that end up being very intimate, awful mistakes. Um, and that patience is needed and we need a why. We can't just tell me because I said so. That'll drive me fucking nuts. <laughs> you have to give me a why. Mm. Um even if the why is, I don't want to tell you the why because this is fun for me. I would accept that. Mm-hmm. But I need some sort of context to it. And if I'm not allowed to think about it or not allowed to think of alternate solutions, I need to know that. Like, I need to, if it's like, a def, like this is what's happening, the end then it is easier to not analyze it than if mm-hmm. they just said, this is what's happening without saying the end, because then I'm like, okay, but what if this is better? Like <laughs> that's where I'll start going nuts. <laughs> I, fantastic. Uh, I very, does I, that sound like an answer to that? Absolutely. <laughs> I think that's a great answer. And just as a side note, I will not be flirting with you. I will not be trying to put a collar on you. I've already got one of those at home. Thanks anyway. <laughs> Don't need a second one. As you just described Dawn to a T. Panda, (laughs) you you not only teach about this and about active bottoming and hypno play, uh, but a variety of other things. How can people get a hold of Panda? Uh, That is where we are pretty much joined. Uh, So you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pandastory. Uh, We do like nerdy conversations. We do some hypno audio files, uh, some hypno video porn where it's me on screen, not hypno story. But they will like do a scene with me once a month or sometimes I'll do one of my guests, uh, which is usually one of my partners, uh, talking me as well. And we also have uh, accounts on FetLife at Panda Pet and Hypno Story. Each of those are just one word with like a capital to separate the words. And uh, most importantly, pandastory.love is our new website. 
We are presently only selling the HypnoKink 101 video, but we are definitely going to be creating more videos, mostly probably around HypnoKink to start uh, because that's our main mode. Uh, but I also do a lot of age play, education, and we're definitely going to get into power exchange as well because I think our relationship agreement is pretty unique um, in how like egalitarian we can be and how big of brats we are. Uh, <laughs> and just like how hypno kink really bled into our lives and plays into all of that. I, I, um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to building this. I have, I've, uh, highly recommend the, uh, hypnosis, um, videos that you mentioned. And as somebody who has watched those, yes, you two are a pair of brats. No doubt about it. <laughs> hang out with us uncomfortably a little bit while it's we wrap this. Fun, not gonna lie. Uh, hang out with us uncomfortably a little, a little bit you while we it. wrap this thing up. Dawn, we have finally um, taken one of those events off the list, but we still have Texas as our next stop, then Toronto, Pennsylvania, Detroit, Kansas City, Chicago, Tulsa, and Minnesota. Oh, you forgot Toledo for me. I get to do something on my own. Woot, woot. And we've got a Zoom events coming Ooh. up. We've got the um, Submissive Roundtable, Leader Roundtable, Eras Gathering, Al. And I'm about ready to add about three more for our patrons. But you will get all that information. You can keep up with all of this, our book news, discounts, and more via the Erotic Awakening newsletter. And who cares about that other stuff? <laughs> we want to get your EA shout-out, like Kaya from Rhode Island. And Kathy from Idaho. Head over to eroticawakening.com and subscribe today. Awesome, awesome. So you said we just took one off of the list, and that's because we just finished Beltane. We did. Right? And we talked about that a little bit already. And we totally forgot to mention Savory and Paul. We met Savory and Paul, who are... Longtime podcast listeners, and not only did they attend one of our classes at Beltane, they actually attended all three of our classes. They which... did. They kind of followed us around, but that was kind of cool because we got to chit-chat with them after each of the classes. So yeah, and that, that absolutely, that does, by the way, guys, Savory and Paul, thank you very much uh, for the time and the connection. And it is kind of neat to have somebody who attends all of your classes. It does make you think maybe you're doing an okay job. So, and, and yeah. yeah, it was, it was kind of neat. It, it's always neat to have like fans at events, right? Mm -hmm. We show up at Beltane. We haven't been there in 13 years and it's like, Ooh, we wow. don't know anybody. No one knows us. And then we have someone that knows us. And then someone else is, I'm in, in a golf cart riding to a class they, they're coming in in their car and they're like, Dawn, where's Dan? Uh, you don't know us, but we were at BTL and you know, <laughs> it changed our life and things like that. And that was really oh. cool as well. Yeah. So that, that kind of feeds you to, to put in another 13, yep. 20 Abs years. Absolutely. <laughs> so that was great. Um, and then I wanted to throw out there. So we were supposed to on the last show. Hey, before you tune out, I'm about to talk about dildos. Go ahead, Dawn. All right. What? I'm what does letting... that have to do with Kickstarter cards? Absolutely nothing. I'm just letting people who only joined us to listen to the interview with Panda. Oh. And now we're talking about other stuff. They're like, oh, I guess I'm going to move on with my life. But no, I'm just... you are getting ready to talk about dildos. I'm foreshadowing. But... Are you foreshadowing? I think that's a little more than foreshadowing. You know but... my <laughs> so that is foreshadowing. We're just all ADHD. We just all have ADHD. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> 
So, um, and so I wanted to throw out there because I forgot to do it on the last um, podcast was that we do have a winner for our Kickstarter cards. We threw it out there on our social media that if people shared about the Erotic Awakening podcast and made some comments on our social media, that um, they could win a deck of Kickstarter cards. And um, I have not told the person that they have won yet, but a pirate with two eyes, you have won the deck of Kingstarter cards. So they're always responding to our social media and always putting us out there. And um, so that is great. We had a, we actually had quite a bit of names and pirates got drawn. So pirate, I will be in touch with you for your address. And I think they are also on our discord. So I will reach out that way, get their address and send out that deck of Kingstarter cards. And I just sent another deck to England yesterday. That was fun. It is fun, but it, the shipping is particularly funny on those. They pay, oh, my gosh. I can't believe how much the shipping is. The shipping is more than the deck of cards. It's crazy. But they got them. We need a uh, UK outlet <laughs> or something. That so, would be cool. So, Panda, I'm about to ask you a very personal question, and then I'm going to follow that with another personal question. And I probably, if I was good at negotiating, I would have asked you about these beforehand, but... Oh, it's too late now. Panda, (laughs) do you like dildos? Yes, I do. Okay. So here's the question, the other question. And Don, I'm going to ask you this too. I know you like dildos. I've looked in your little cubby hole over there. (laughs) Starting today, you can only own dildos made from one material. What material are you going to keep? Oh. Body grade silicone. Like body safe silicone. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. I was going to say whatever bad dragon really? uses, but I like my glass. You are a glass. I love my glass. I don't like the glass and I don't like the metal. I think they're too like like hard. Like they're too forceful. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. And I love my tentacle dildo from um, Bad Dragon. But um, I also like my my glass. That's what I brought with me was my glass. Hmm. So, I wonder why? Because I do, I do like both. That's a that's a hard decision. So, because the the um, the silicone can be much larger and not hurt me, whereas the glass I keep very small. Well, yeah, but that's because of the um, because of rule number seven. Rule number seven. Yeah, you can never own a dildo bigger than your partner's penis. That's just rude. <laughs> but I own one that bigger than both of you <laughs> i was gonna say i definitely broke that rule and it, and it, and the one that i own that's that big also has a suction cup so i don't even like need help suction cup indeed i happen to be um in, i happen it's, to have suction installed Thank i was you. gonna say it's huge so i can work it <laughs> we're moving on uh, because this is moving in a bad direction <laughs> for me here. Uh, Ton, fortunately for today... Oh, by the way, podcast listeners, head over to our Discord channel, and you tell me the answer to your... Uh, what kind of dildo you're going to get rid of. Or, I'm sorry, what kind of dildo do you want to keep as your favorite material? We do. On Discord, we do have a channel called Question of the Day, so you get to answer that. Yeah, I, there's... I think um, it's not your Discord... Panda, it's another one I'm on that has questions of the day as well, but they're more like, you know, 
what's your favorite vegetable or but uh, that is naughty as well (laughs) (laughs) naughty vegetables Uh, indeed can i tell like the shortest story in the world oh my god please please do oh my god uh my freaking okay so i used to have this mistress who we'll talk about probably kind of often she was my first mistress first mommy very perverted perfect we still fuck around um so i hate vegetables or i hated vegetables and so she had like a list on the fridge of the foods i had tried and then the foods i had liked like because you know i'm a little so it was like a little gold star kind of action um and so one day we were eating dinner it was like zucchini or something and she was like you're gonna eat it or it's gonna go inside you some other way and you get to choose that so i brought it and like a week later they i go to the room where we're all hanging out just like okay so what are we gonna do tonight and her other partner is like i don't know shoves the keys and pandas pussy and (laughs) and my mistress was like yeah fuck it let's go so like because they grow their own (laughs) they're huge like literally huge and so they picked i went to go get changed i come back down they literally mind fucked me showed me the biggest one they possibly had then blindfolded me made me think that that was going to go inside me and then they picked like a normal person sized one to go inside me and a fun pot scene ensued but so i did have to have it inside me both ways and i think of that when i think of vegetables well, vegetables is a card in our Kinkstarter deck Ooh, because nice. vegetables are pervertible. You know, <laughs> the funniest thing about that story was you said zucchini. I pictured, I, for some reason, I was picturing asparagus. And I was like, <laughs> how big do asparagus get? Who cares? But then I remembered what a zucchini actually was. So that's... Yeah. Dawn, apparently we did get some uh, tentacles in the mail. Uh, let me tell you. <laughs> we did get some tentacles in the mail. So um, I've got, oh, no, now I have to pull it up again. So um, Minotaurus is always sending great tentacles. I really tentacles. like this one. This this is a Cthulhu-like tentacles popping out of a, a, portal, a portal. portal thing, yeah, mm-hmm. and grabbing the girl. So that's kind of neat. And then um, someone had a T-shirt that said Cthulhu-aid. Yes. So it's like it's like a, a Kool-Aid, but it's Cthulhu-Aid. Cthulhu-Aid. Yes, I, I, that was me putting a heart on that, as a matter of fact. <laughs> nice. And then, ooh, that, which I think you're going to be talking about later. Mm-hmm. And then Bassano sent one that um, from Twitter that, yeah, yeah, that That's one's awesome. And uh, Enigma. And didn't jo- Joyful Wish is the one that had the, the, Cthulhu-Aid. Uh, the, yes. the Cthulhu-Aid. So, and then, yeah. Minotaurus, Bassanos, and, and Enigma. For WoW fans out there, there's a, um, oh, a horde helping a <laughs> alliance person getting through a fence. Scroll down. Is that what that is? Hell yeah. Oh, I was trying to figure out what that was. <laughs> See, now, now you she's, know what it is. It's she's stuck in the fence, and she's like, oh, no, I'm stuck. What will I ever do? And the ogre's behind her and just smacks the shit out of her and pops her through the fence. Smacks her little buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> but she's got the big eyes. Oh no! <laughs> it's a 
take a moment to support the podcast. Read us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. Feel free to reach out to us. We love interacting with you. Contact us with questions, podcast comments, or just to say hi. You can find us on FetLockers Day and the Dawn. We're Erotic Awakening on Instagram. You can use the links from the Erotic Awakening website for Facebook and Discord. Or just email us at Dan at eroticawakening.com. Bye, Dawn. Bye, Dan. Bye, Panda. Bye, Panda. Bye, Panda.